as the witches brew spells and the previous occupants of the physical world move into the spiritual, a blend of black and white becomes grey. In this grey area, you will find what some perceive as paranormal, but a mere glimpse into this world would blind even the nocturnal eyes. Salvation to such an unwarranted damnation. Listen, listen to the Urban Paranormal Podcast and be connected to the unbelievable. Welcome to another great episode of the Urban Paranormal Podcast, where you might be crazy to some. But, but your, your family, family to, to us. I am your host, J.H. And I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson. And today we have in the booth today with us is our, how would I say, psychic medium? Oh, or repeat offender. Yes, okay. I, we're just a, I don't, labels. every time. Yeah. <laughs> she's our resident magic lady. I, I right. just know shit, I guess. Right. Okay, <laughs> and then for you guys at home, we have a, another guest, a special, special guest at this point. I'm not saying that you're not special, Cody. I'm just saying this guest is the first time being on a show. And she's an international psychic medium. Yeah. You can catch her on the CW. On the Roku channel, on uh, Paraflix TV, uh, uh, m- and many other places. Yes, Mrs. Erica uh, Busserhaney. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Miss Erica. Yeah. I'm just totally cool that we got two of us in the house, two psychic mediums. Right, right. Can y'all feel each other's energy? I did earlier. I feel her vibe. (laughs) Yes. When he was telling her to be quiet, he asked, and I was, you got to speak. Yeah. Right. Incredible. (laughs) So so you guys are in for a treat tonight because what we're going to be talking about is a bit of a... Ghost, you know, I personally like to call it like visitation from ghosts. Yeah, well, more or less the signs when you're being visited, how you can miss those subtle signs and what are the signs of a loved one or not even a loved one, just a spirit coming to visit. Well, then see, that's the thing, too. That's why I'm glad we have the ladies here, because um, Mrs. Erica, Mrs. Cody, for me, I, I think that I'm brainwashed like the rest of America or the rest of the world is based off my knowledge of ghosts appearing or disappearing all comes from Hollywood media. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, uh, we, they, we, they enter a room and all of a sudden we get a, a chill up under, our, you know, and stuff like that. Or they talk to us in our dreams. This is what Hollywood has told us. So I don't know if that's actually correct. Is, is uh, Miss Erica, is that true or how is it? Well, what they do is, in, I assume your case, I don't know whoever has the grayish looking shirt on, but they just kind of walk up some stairs and they walk into a room and a lot of times they'll come behind you, um, usually on the right hand side and they'll whisper things to you, but you will think that they're your own thoughts. Um, sometimes they'll put flashes of songs or memories in your head. 
Um, oftentimes they will make noises in the background, but um, it is so easy for them to communicate in our dreams, but they don't do the crazy things that we see like on TV to scare the shit out of us. They basically just come in love usually um, and try to give us some sense of clarity in our everyday lives. But they give us so many signs. A lot of times we're just dead to them, literally. Well, well, it's funny you say that because um, the ones that, that cause havoc, I think those are called poltergeists. And uh, I wanted to know, Miss Cody, did you agree with Miss what Miss Erica said? Is that would you have something to add to that? Yes, well, I, I think a lot of people they get them differently, and uh. everything that she said is correct. I also get smells, like when I committed to doing this podcast with Trent, I got this heavy cigar smoke, and then 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 I get this bishop. You know, and then things come to me and I just look at it. I'm like, what is that? Okay, this person is going to belong to somebody. You know, I don't know if they played chess, you know, because I'm still trying to figure out the language, too, because usually I do animal speak or through old residual energies on jewelries or pictures, things like that. But sometimes they come and sometimes they don't. But if you're distracted and you're not seeing their signs, you're not answering their phone call, you know, they're they're just going to be there to guide you and until you do pay attention to them and some of them are more like i call them like toddlers (laughs) to me they're very hey you know they want to communicate and they will distract me until i pay attention to them well just being a normal person and not into the paranormal or metaphysical or whatever you could miss these signs if it's something subtle as a smell or uh, a light touch, you could be like, "Oh, was that my shirt that touched me, or, or what?" Right. Because yeah. most and people how, how don't want to open up to what it possibly could be because they think evil, evil, evil. When it's uh-huh. not, it's just your spirit guides or a totem or something that's coming to help guide you through a, a, something that you're going through in life. And being like oracles, you know, some people work with their cards. Or they have tools to, to complete what they need to do. So, Okay. Well, Miss um, Erica, so you actually deal with ghosts and things like that as well. Um, can you tell us, like, how you pick up the signs or how you know that they're there talking to you or communicating through you? Well, she kind of mentioned uh, some of the clairs. Um, so the sixth sense basically is your clairvoyance. You see uh, your clairaudience, which you'd hear. Your clairsentient, is, which is really prim- primarily empathic. And then you can smell and taste. Um, so I have all of those. And a lot of times <clears throat> ghosts or spirits will come to you in those forms. Um, I like kind of what she said about our people, um, because we were raised, I, I think, or brainwashed to believe that being psychic or tapping into the dead or talking to our loved ones, our ancestry is some kind of uh, you know, bad thing to do. Like it's that. evil. It's, you know, it's, it's just, I mean, we've been brainwashed. And a lot of times because of that, we don't listen to that inner intuition and they are, they're definitely there to guide us. And sometimes um, it's people that we haven't really had closure with too, um, specifically that might've died and we're unable to kind of say goodbye. They're not trapped souls, but they definitely do come and communicate with us in different ways. Okay, I, I want to ask you this. So me and Jay was talking during the show, I mean, before the show, and what we came up with is that, you know, some t- maybe there's trap souls sometimes, and what I said was maybe there's like a window when the soul has a chance 
to visit the loved one before they pass on. What do you think about that? I don't think it's a window. I think that souls have free um, range. They can pretty much, I mean, I've talked to people when they just died and I've talked to people years after they died. So I don't really, honestly, in my opinion, um, from what I've dealt with, I mean, they can come back and forth just like we can go back and forth um, places. I mean, they're just a spirit body, not a physical body. So they don't have the limitations, but there isn't a window. I've had people like that have like literally died and someone will call me and say, Hey, such and such just got in a car accident. Can you tell me what happened? And I'm literally in the car watching this person bleed. And so <clears throat> those kind of things, I mean, it, I don't, yeah, I, I <laughs> it's real question. sometimes. Yes, I have a question since you brought that up. <laughs> so kind of when things come, when they come to me, I, I feel what they're, what they felt when their their soul leaves their physical body, okay? So, like, if mm-hmm. they were stabbed, you know, I could feel it in my body, and it's it could be that person's gone, you know? And, like, for instance, this woman and her, her uh, niece came over, and I just immediately felt like I got stabbed, like, right behind my rib cage, upward, you know? And I'm like, okay... We get them, I get them when people come around, so I'm kind of a recluse. <laughs> but because I don't like to feel it, to, and that's how they show me, and then I feel what they feel when they're dying, like betrayal or they can't believe or they're at peace, you know, but I feel it, and it, it, it kind of takes, it, it, it makes me feel that way, you know, when they're dying, when they're leaving their body. So what is, what yeah. is that? <laughs> what is that about? So, so basically, um, your your guidance will show you um, through, I guess, the empathic ability. Um, clairsentient is another little fancy term. <clears throat> kind of gives you the impression of what they feel, um, what physically happened to your their body, and a lot of times it's to answer those questions. So, if for instance, someone you got a pain behind a rib or something that might have something to do with how they died. Um, so it's very common that psychics and mediums will feel, um, and also see how they died. Um, and, and then know that they didn't suffer. Cause that's a big thing that people want to know, especially in a traumatic death. Well, and that's, Did my loved ones suffer. That's the ones that I usually get are the traumatic. Cause the, come to find out when we were talking, it was her, her brother, her half-brother, she didn't grow up with him, but it was her half-brother, but that was her aunt she was with, so that was her nephew. But he basically got killed on a construction site, and he was stabbed in the back with a trowel that you spread concrete with, and then in his neck. So, I mean, but I felt like he was saying, like, I'm like, why are there so many people just standing there? Nobody's doing anything. You know, they're just watching it. That wow. like, And then she told me that, yeah, there was a bunch of people and they were scared because he was swinging shovels and stabbing people. But, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's just I, that feeling, you know, that they feel that and, and they are there. Well, you know, I mean, I wanted to say I wanted to ask this. And, and so you guys have you guys have actually answered it, so to speak. But I, I've, been, I've been asked this, too. And so I would like to present it to you. So based off the idea and concept of ghosts, right? And um, there are people who believe that you die and you come back. You're reincarnated. You come back, okay? Now, with that being said, if you die and you come back, you know, um, where where is the ghost? Like, how is there a ghost? If we die, 
and we, we recycled, you know, and we come back. How how are there ghosts? Are these ghosts actually people or are well, they that spirits that hasn't been lived yet? I would want to say that maybe because that doesn't happen. What? You don't think that we recycle? I don't. I don't. But I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think, I think our I ancestry think, and DNA is recycled in us for sure. But right. no, I don't think that when, when I die, I'm going to come back, you know, As some a, other yeah. person. Yeah, I think I'm going to come back chocolate Erica, rac, you know, right. causing what hell think, all over the place. <laughs> what I think is that Earth is just an experience for for the next life. That's what I think. I think your connections will, because you are free-flowing and, and vibrating and free to come and go, that you're going to go where your connections were the strongest, which is why you have your help from your ancestors. And be, me being Native American, everything was, religious-wise, was dancing and, and drums and Mother Earth and things that were, if people got back to nature and away from the technology and the distractions, they would maybe be more intuitive. intuitive. Well, let me let me ask Miss Erica thing. this. Uh, can you tell us something about Second Sight TV and, and your group? Yeah, so um, we started Second Sight Paranormal TV because um, I am a ghost hunter at heart in a psychic medium, obviously, and um, we would go into different locations and started to just film the stuff that was happening because it was unbelievable, the stuff that we were able to catch on camera. Um, and so we kind of evolved that into a weekly show here locally, and we got kind of picked up with the networks and different things. So um, it's basically uh, starting to go into me traveling the country, um, and we're going to be doing crime scenes, um, something that I love to do, uh, oh, wow. unsolved mysteries, things like that. Um, we're kind of getting away from the paranormal, so we're kind of going more in psychic detective type of thing. Well, that's paranormal. I, like that. I, yeah. I have a case for you. <laughs> Actually, it's my aunt's case, and she was murdered and they by her husband. And he died, said he did it, but they never got her body. And, you know, I had them reopen the case. Called, they weren't working with me, so we got the Texas Rangers involved. And then several other people have been identified since then, and, and I just want to find her body. And I think I have an idea of exactly where it's at because I've seen in a vision uh, kind of how she died actually um but you know they're not going to listen to that they won't even call me yeah. back <laughs> they won't even call me back so has the body been recovered no okay so what i'm seeing is i, I live in florida so mm -hmm. it kind of it's kind of weird how i see this but she feels to me to be someplace that is near water and woods um it would snow in that area um, it is to the left of the location of the home, which is a one-story home. Um, she was placed in what felt like to be a pickup truck um, and driven someplace and put in the ground. And the ground will get frozen in that location. Um, she is in an old town. So this area, it kind of reminds me of like a rundown area that nobody goes in. You know how like Chicago kind of Detroit has some places. It's, she it's, reminds me of a place like that. It's uh, we live in Texas. So it's a very rural area. There's not, uh, we don't get a lot of snow. However, when I see her, I am in a truck and I'm being lowered into the ground, but I'm not being covered with dirt. So, but there is water there. So I'm thinking it's like a well, like or maybe like 
it's very close to where he lived, where they lived. Um, for sure. And it, and it also has got an industrial location near it that would remind me of an old factory that is closed down, like how, you know, Detroit had like a lot of um, car have, places. There's a lot of plants around there, like Dow Chemical yeah, Plant. that's what I'm that. feeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean... And, and, and there's it, one that's abandoned, and that's where she would be. Yeah, and and it's like it, it's very frustrating to know these things, and then to have them open the case, and then you know, do everything. Then they never even returned my phone call. You know, so they did their little thing in the paper about a cold case, and got their name in the paper, and gave her she at least she got added to the Doe Network because you know she wasn't even there. Oh, wow. Yeah, he he pretty much said that she was a runaway that she'd left him. Yes. Um, do, were there two children that were in that yes. from her body? Yes, a boy and a girl. Are they a boy and a girl? Yes, <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she definitely is passed. Um, so she's not missing and she's not a oh, runaway. No, no. He killed her the yeah. the day uh, they had their confrontation, which happened to be my my grandfather's birthday. Um, yeah, and there's actually, what's weird about it is there's actually blood spatter, and there was blood spatter in the location of the home. There should have been DNA. Did they not do, like, any kind there, of DNA there's test? A, or? There's a, when she supposedly ran away, uh, a package was sent to the daughter, which we all know she would not have sent one without sending the son something, but there was uh, a stamp on it that they're holding for DNA, but they will they will not, they, they won't move forward. They're just waiting they say, well, when we find her body, we'll compare it to the DNA. I'm like, that's stupid because she didn't send that shit. He, he was with the babysitter who was 15 at the time. Okay? So she found out she left. He'd already tried to kill her before, put a bag around her head. She passed out. He thought she was dead. He left. She skirted and took the kids. And then she had her own apartment, and that's where it was. There was a little bit of blood, and it was weird because there was some in the sink with some cotton balls and some mm-hmm. burnt matches, which nobody knew why, yeah. why that was there. Um, but her sheets There was were also blood on the ground, and there was blood on the walls that he wiped up. And so that's why, I mean, I don't know how long ago this was, but they really blotched that scene because it there was, was definitely enough... 45 years ago, and his... Oh, uh, I was going to say, because there was definitely enough blood to show that she was deceased. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Well, so and his, his... He cleaned it up. Yeah, and okay. his dad was the sheriff, you know, worked in the sheriff's office, so oh, that's wow. how that went. <laughs> okay, so I want to know, when Cody asked you this question, how did it come to you? Was it a vision? Um, Is it a... <laughs> I'm I'm all of them. I'm telling you, it's crazy. I can see them. I can hear them. Um, I literally went because I'm a remote viewer. I actually literally could see the location of the body and then went in the ground. Um, could see still what I would say is some type of white snow. Um, I could hear her talk to me and tell me she had two children, a boy and a girl. Um, I could hear her tell me something about a birthday. Um, so it could be a birthday or anniversary of death coming up or just past or a child's birthday or something like that. Her daughter, so I, I literally, her daughter, um, which would be her grandson had just died, at, got killed at work, work accident. So it would have been her grandson if she had lived. This, like I said, it was 45 years ago. 
It was before okay. I was born, but I, she is one of my guides and she talks to me, but it's almost like she's trying to help other ones be found before she's found, but it's, and I'm being impatient, but I just feel like they're not doing what they need to do because the only person that knows that would be tied to it would be the 15 year old who he had a child with, who also got killed in a car wreck, who he married shotgun wedding when she was 16 and she basically lives in the house that my aunt had right here guys that's listening so you're hearing about a crime that's being solved right here on urban paradise we just have to go get the body i found who i need to get to help me get the body so so erica the bones actually what what are you what else are you feeling from this case it's a very famous case. Um, it's it's kind of hard to really say that she would be able to be pinpointed to find the location because how I see this is there is there's a square abandoned kind of like um, I want to say it's no this is a big area like a building that would have closed down that probably was some kind of industrial factory it should be near the home it's actually in the back of the home if you look at like the google maps Mm -hmm. the house i don't know if this was a mobile home or something but i can see mobile homes too so that might be your shed they they own a trailer park that is close to the land that they live on but the original house has this little shed and i'm I'm hearing him say, I will live on top of you, bitch. Like, that made me feel like he put something over her. But when I was being put down, I was not being covered because I could see that there was a right away, But to the left and the right, there were trees. And the stars got further as I went down. But it never got covered. And I was just there, like, stuck. So I, I don't know, you know, but I, I can't just roll up to this. The only person that's really alive that will tell and they say that she would if she was pressed hard enough but these police didn't even go to knock on their door they they did a phone interview with her and of course she's going to say oh no nothing well, let me ask you this miss uh Busserani. how long when did you know you had this gift good question birth <laughs> um it runs in the family so i always say birth but it didn't really evolve yeah, I mean, they said when I was really little, I used to see things. And my son saw things at two years old and one years old. Um, but, you know, it kind of evolved later on when I was in college, um, when I would watch Unsolved Mysteries, and I would be able to do the same thing I just did, was to go to the location of the body and see things about how the person died as I'm watching television. And um, I had turned some stuff into, I think it was the Texas Eco Search at that time, and got a call back um, in college, and I was freaking out. And then I walked away from it because <laughs> they scared the shit out of me. I was like, they're oh, going to wow. accuse me of killing this girl. And I don't know nothing about it. And so um, later on, I just kind of got traumatized again by these dead women that were cold cases here in my city. I would have repetitive dreams and see them. And so finally, I went to the sheriff's department and said, look, I mean, something's going on. So test me. And they tested me. And then they started passing out my cards and said, we don't understand how the hell you do what you do. But. Do it. Oh, <laughs> yes. wow. This is like deja vu. Either we've already done this show. I mean, all of this has already She's happened. Got that feeling all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, I knew, oh, wow. I, I knew everything she was saying. I, wow. I had already heard it. I know, right? It's so crazy. it's weird. Uh, but I want to ask you this here because, again, I struggle with this. So I do, I am one of those guys who do believe that when you die, you come back. Well, here's the thing you said that everyone here said they don't agree with that, but. 
how do you how do you answer for for example um at certain times of night different things of that na- nature i see the gallows okay i see the gallows i see the rats running and, and different things of that nature and i know I mean, you need to clean your house. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> so I know what time period this was. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's to me, is creepy. And I always see it. I mean, I, shit, I see it. So I, I mean, well, do you see it in a dream state or do you see it? No, just like I'm, okay, so sometimes, yes, I dream. But at the same time, sometimes in the daytime, I see things. But it'd be different time periods. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I know the ins and outs of that time period. Like, I know. Like, You've been there before. Yes. You lived there. Okay. You did that trade. You, it's familiar yes. to you. Like you, you're like it's home. But basically, yes. So, okay. how is that even remotely Maybe possible? From my ancestor, showing me. I can give you an example. Okay, so. Every time you look at a generation in your family, okay, you can't see as far back as, you know, our ancestry can, but you know you're a couple of generations now that you've met. Each one of y'all have a trade, some kind of facial recognition, some kind of personality trait, because things do run. I mean, you can hear your voice in your parents, you know, some of the habits that you have, some of the addiction. I mean, everything is kind of like a genetic thing, right? Okay. So I can go to New Orleans, and I literally can walk the streets, and not know where the hell I am and ask for something or go and and they'll lead me right to it. I could go to Morocco in Africa in the same thing. Um, My husband, my house, everything that I have is connected in some way to ancestry for sure. I mean, my whole, my whole house looks like a 1920s old Hollywood um, movie set. Okay. And so I had dreams when I was younger of me being like in pristine, (laughs) big tubs and, you know, with all this fancy shit. Right. That didn't come from my lineage, uh, from my mom's side. It came from my dad's side. And so when we did more history and research, we found out that many, many generations, that's how they lived. So was I reincarnated as I thought? I was like, well, shit, I must have been a rich girl back in the day. No, it was my DNA. It was them coming back and whispering a little something, something. So I'd have that deja vu to know a little bit about my history. The same thing when I was driving, uh, going to Kentucky, I could see slaves going through the woods saying hello to me because they were a part of my ancestry. They were of my bloodline and they wanted to acknowledge me. So now, I can believe cool. that that many things besides like physical traits can be passed through DNA. I very seriously believe it. My house, when she was talking about her house, is the same way. Everybody that comes to my house, they're like, your house is like a museum. You have so much cool stuff. And it's all Native American because that's what I connect with. My thing is animal speak, you know, just my grandfather was a big influence in my life. He taught me the ways and we're Cherokee. Um, I work with the Diné or the Navajos, but, um, and I'm a healer. That's what I do. You know, I don't, you healed and fix your nasty wound, but I mean, I could do that too, but your house, the things that surround you make you feel closer to who you are. Yeah. Right. I want to ask Erica this about this uh, picture that she sent me. It says, Erica was burned and scratched. What was that about? Oh yeah, that was that was a nightmare. I want to tell her too. She actually has three different um, Native American G, uh, DNAs. One of the races actually was wiped out into another uh, race, 
But um, when you probably do your ancestral DNA or your your um, family tree, you'll find that you are more than two, you're three total. Um, so we went to this place called um, the Bluffs um, in the Chimney in Pensacola. It is known for a lot of horrific crimes. It's known for satanic stuff. It's known for murders. Um, it was a gay cruise site at some time where people would rob and beat the hell out of people. Um, we went out there because we heard it was haunted, and we actually got haunted or hunted by uh, a very evil spirit. Um, and it scratched one of my team members. It uh, removed the keys from another team member's um, pocket, and she couldn't even find her keys. They were on the ground someplace in the woods wow. or by the train track. Um, it had flooded the same damn night another team member's house. I mean, she woke up three-something in the morning, a pipe burst in her house, her whole house was flooded. Um, got me in the bathtub same night, <laughs> burned the hell out of my back and scratched me. And literally, um, next morning had, um, basically drained my battery. So I couldn't even start my car. I mean, it did a whole bunch of shit. So <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> the paranormal wow. is a real thing. Demons are real people. Oh, wow. That is I believe it. Yep. Yeah. That's amazing. You know, I want you, I want to say, do me, do me because you, you had, you know, you told, um, Cody, you know, her thing. Can you do me? Okay, so which one of y'all has, like, upstairs, downstairs? You accessed that over the phone. It was neither one of us. I no. do. Uh, okay. I have which one of y'all have gray shirt on or something that looks me. gray? Or white? It's oh, it's gray. I'm in your house? Yeah, <laughs> See, Cody, I, I never Cody. know where I go. Okay. I'm, I have a gray uh, three-quarter three length shirt with gray uh, across the trunk of it and salmon color on the Okay, bottom. so I'm in your house walking around. And I have um, you have like a cat or something? I have a wolf uh, and three dogs. Oh, no, this is dead, honey. A dead cat? A dead cat. I, I, yeah, I have, it looks like a I have lots of taxidermy, so I have a raccoon that's uh, got his arm in a box of Cracker Jacks, <laughs> and I have a, a squirrel, Pistol Pete, um, but nothing really uh, cat-like. Um, you never had a dead cat before? Mm-mm. No? Okay. I see it as a cat, so that's cool. It's all right. I know there's just a dead animal kind of walking around, I too. have a chinchillas. Um, I had chinchillas that could look like a cat. Chinchillas. Kill the chinchilla. I killed my grandmother's cat, okay. though. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. I well, did. let me see if I can switch off to our people. <laughs> to yours. Oh, okay, let's see. <laughs> all right. Uh, let me see. Go ahead. Okay, so... um. Remember, okay, we'll talk about the tattoo on the arm. So are you connected to someone with the same name that's dead, like a father or grandfather? Yes. Okay. And then so I'm going to put him on the side because what we do as mediums, we kind of, we like lay them on the side. It's kind of hard. We put them in a, like a place in our head. We like put yes. them to the left or put yes. them to the right or put them to the back or put them to the front. To put him to the left. Um, so then this other guy who comes to me, he's a little different, okay? He's a trauma dad. Um, whew, that's kind of hard. Um, I don't know that he's family, though. I can't tell, but I know that he bros you, so I know he's someone that respects and loves you at some point that you probably tried to save. Yes. <sighs> Makes me want to cry. <laughs> um, he, to me, is murdered or killed. It's, it's something traumatic. And so I just know... I just know he says, you didn't forget me. You never forgot me, and thank you. Okay? Okay. 
And like he's, it's really weird because he's he's cute too. <laughs> but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, he might have had tattoos too, by the way. Um, but anyway, so uh, I just know that he feels like a brother to you, and he gives you that brother love. Um, and he's given me some keys to give to you. So in congratulating you, so maybe there's a new car, a new house, something he's proud of. So let me switch to the grandpa or this other male over here. Um. Okay, so that's weird. You must have two dads or something because there's a dead man over there who's a dad also. Yes. You're making me tired. I have two dads, yes. (laughs) Okay. A biological um, that wasn't, yeah. Okay, so I I just know that you got a lot of male love over there um, that's very proud of you. And despite having some issue with learning or dyslexia or or both or something, they're very proud of the journey. So there is a change of you. um, Like you manned up, you bettered your life. They're very proud of you, okay? And you're also very intuitive, okay? And you might hear them and see them. Now, the guy that I was talking about, he kind of comes to you and stands at your bed sometimes and talks to you. And at some point, you were having really, really bad dreams, and he made that go away. Um, I think you moved into a location. (laughs) Um, Let me ask you this. If you go outside your house, do you have a separate building to the right outside? A separate building to the right. Okay. Yeah, like a like a um, shed or anything that would be a, unattached to the home. No, uh, possibly not my home, but his home. If you it depends okay. on which one of us you're talking about, because you could, you're kind of touching me too with what you're saying. Well, let me ask you okay. this: because when I first met the one that at JH, because this oh. is everything that I'm feeling, I, it's going directly. I'm dead at him, like because the first time I met him, I didn't even know his name. I walked up to him because I just, I had to tell him, he had this big golden, or like just glow. It didn't have a shape. It was just above him, just pulsating. Like look at him, look at you know, and like he did, and he was telling me what he did for him and how he, you know, pulled, got it together, you know, what, you know, and I think it was maybe his uncle, but I don't, I didn't see him as a person. I seen him as a a light, but when I asked him about him, that's the first person that came to mind. So if the golden one is hit, is, is who who is the golden one that showed Well, just let her finish what she was saying first. Okay, so he said to me, you're like Steve Harvey, okay? And it's really funny. Before y'all called me, I was thinking about Jam Master J. It was kind of funny, so I don't know if that means something, too. But he said you're kind of like Steve Harvey. So you're probably going to do some mentoring um, for for young men, like boys, boys and girls or something. Because I almost feel like your life changed drastically because of him. And maybe this is all of them. But you also are paying it forward or you're going to pay it forward. I do know that you're supposed to write a book and tell this. And this might also be in music, too, like if you're lyrical or whatever. But I just feel like there's a story to tell as well. And he is very, like, they're very proud of your journey. So there must be some past and then some present and some major change. Um, And you're also going to be an entrepreneur. So they keep showing me rappers that I know. (laughs) I love music. So you know how Matt? Master P like has a lot of different businesses. Um, You're supposed to do that as well. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. That's kind of what I get. 
I, I see why people can't tell us apart when they're doing the psychic reading. Right. I know. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Because everything you said could apply to both of us. Right. Right. Mm. And I remember okay. you said so, when, when we spoke over the phone, you said something like, maybe y'all are the same person or something like that, you said. Well, what it is is, see, when I open up, it's kind of weird. It's like they talk to me. Mm-hmm. And so if I were focusing on one of you and not the other, which is kind of hard because your energies are very similar, mm-hmm. I just basically listen to what they show me and tell me, and I just repeat it. And so um, I would take it to be for you first and then the other information for him. Okay. Well, i tell you what. So what we're going to do, and you guys, you heard it. So she did a reading for me, and at the same time, it was for Trent. And this is something that's very normal when people deal with us. They this seem is like the third psychic. Yeah, they've done the same thing. Yeah. And um, so it's, it's, it's weird because I guess we're, we've been together so long, I guess we're just like the same. But um, we're going to take a break right now. I mean, this has been great. I mean, we've been hearing from Miss uh, Cody Warchild, and we've been hearing from Miss Erica. Say her last name? Busserini. Busserini. All right? And it's pretty pretty. It's, Interesting. Yeah. So we'll get right back to it if after these messages. Hey. Hey. Ready to take your business to the next level? Well, what are you waiting for? Drop an ad on the Urban Paranormal Podcast now and get your product or service out of the garage and into the homes of our devoted listeners. Baked in or host-read ads available at a low price. Send that email to urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com and be connected to something unbelievable. We are back, all right? So welcome back to the Urban Paranormal Podcast. And you guys came at the greatest time because it just so happens at this point in time that Trent and I are receiving a reading. Yeah, and we had another special guest drop in. Sure did. Um, Mrs. Candy. Yeah. From your fitness. From Avatar Avatar Fitness. Avatar Fitness, right. And so you guys need to see her. She is very fit. So, you know, realistically. Came in looking beautiful almost. There you go. The whole show off. Yeah, so if you are unfit... Like, I'm pretty sure most of you guys are, you know, (laughs) most of you guys are probably are. You might want to get in touch with her. All right. I have my own fitness. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I don't need her. But just in (laughs) case, you know, you guys might need her. Right. There you go. Let's get back to this. All right. So, yeah, we have a reading. This is an actual reading going on. It was going on on the break now. And so she's kind of telling me or us that um, we need to change our life, like do better, basically. Yeah, we got to do better. Yeah. Um, for you, for you, Jay, um, I would tell you that money is going to be real good this year if you kind of look at maybe some investment opportunities. I do feel crypto and maybe gold um, or some kind of metal type of thing be good um, to revisit the real estate thing. I'm not sure exactly why. Um, this is more service industry, like uh, creating some kind of, um, I almost feel like if you were doing landscaping or if you were going in there and you were doing flips or if there was some service that you provided, you need to revisit that and get back into that. You okay. do have two deceased males um, around you that step up um, and they're in lineage, but they're also by namesake. So you should either be named after them or they have people that are named after them or you have somebody like a son named after you. Um, well, I, I okay, well, hold on. I'll, I'll say this right quick. So for you guys, what she just said is actual facts. Um, the people around me are they, they raised me, but they're not my family. So it's just their name. But they are my family. Okay? And so that's kind of weird that she said that because, yes, that's facts. 
Okay, and you also, um, whether you knew this or not, you do have what I call in utero. Um, in utero would be like if mom or dad had another child um, that's no longer here. Um, or I don't think you were a twin, but you do have um, another like male that's connected to you above, okay? Yes, I do know that. Um, that greets you. Okay. okay. Um, and then, so Trent, um, so you did have a male present to me who would have been killed. Um, he showed me two shots, but there could have been more shots. Um, and when I see him laying down, um, he feels to be outside um, when I see his body. And I don't know if those are apartments or houses or something near him. But I just feel like there's some regret regret with his passing because sometimes we see things coming and we're supposed to reach out to people and we're supposed to talk to them and we're supposed to see them and we feel like, man, I should have went and saw him before he died or man, I should have kind of like talked to him. So there's that, that wish of interaction prior to or talking to him. Um, and I do feel like he came to you in the car sometimes and he's come to you in your sleep And it's been restless. It's been real restless because I don't know why you feel a guilt about this. I mean, you didn't do anything wrong. Um, He comes with love. He comes with forgiveness. But I know that you still acknowledge him. He feels really close energetically to you like brothers. And he can take me like to a basketball place, you know. So maybe there was times like y'all used to sit and shoot hoops or watch other people. And then I see children, like a lot of kids. Um, So this, again, would be like maybe... Maybe you're there helping them. Maybe you're coaching them. Maybe these are your children. I don't know. But I just feel like the lessons that you guys learned as children, maybe he didn't learn them, but you went on to change your life. And he's like really respecting you for that. Okay. Okay. And then um, I still feel like you're going to do something with charity or influence kids. Okay. Okay. Um, So let's see. He visits you. Um, He's, I almost feel like you're being guided to do business. And also being guided to start a new business. And that business is going to take you to New York, wherever you live. I don't know, but I'm in New York right now. So there might be some connection to that that would be really good for you. I would tell you to write for sure um, and look at a new certification. Um, And so what they show me is, you know how like people um, do property management or appraisal? There's something with you about that. So look into that as well. Okay. Um. All right, you're deceased male. Let me see. Um, okay, I guess that's your arm thing. <laughs> that's a little different. Okay, so there there could be like numbers on your arm or I see it like a rest in peace. It doesn't necessarily have to be um, praying hands, but there's something could be, uh, I see it as a round thing or a face or some kind of Yeah, it actually know, says thing. rest in peace. Okay. Is there like a photo too or a picture or a round face or something with it? Because I can see the face. Yeah, it's actually the eye of horse and it says rest in peace at the bottom. Okay. Maybe just know that that person is acknowledging that. Okay. Okay. I want to say this. And I'll tell you something later because I can't say this on air. Yeah, (laughs) say it later. But I want (laughs) to say this though. You know, she's still getting us mixed up though. Did you yeah, did you peep that? Because when you when you said the whole New York thing, that was all me, like literally. And then you said right. Well, she said go into New York. Well, well, 
I always do. But yeah. and then she said, write. And and that's what I do. I write. I do too. Oh, oh, okay. Well, and then, but at the same well, maybe, time, look, well, maybe I'm right and he's going to be going to New York too and he's going to be, be right. Up because right. I don't know. I don't know if Maybe y'all go into New York together. together. Yeah, then <laughs> I don't know if she mixed the part up about uh what did you say uh he said that he had but didn't know he had a sibling that died? Yeah, sibling that died. Yeah, I have yes. that too. Uh, I, I have that too. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. but I, I never okay. met him. I, 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 I didn't. I didn't meet mine either. I found out about him because wow. of my sister. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Uh-huh. A year before I was born, he was a year older than me. What the hell? So was mine. Wow. I'm I'm very serious right now. So am I. And the worst part of it is that my my mother, um, because of his situation, named me behind him. Wow. And my mother named my cousin. My aunt named my cousin after him. This is why people have the problem. I love you guys, crazy. but I think I honestly was talking to him, not you. Uh, okay. He didn't show that to me when I was focusing. But I love you, though. I love you right. for helping validate it for right. me. That's but I really incredible. feel like it's for him. And, you know, there's there's another thing, too, I'll say, but I can't say it on there. You can go ahead. Oh, okay. You can say it. Say no. It. Oh, no, no, no. Yes. no. No, no, no. I don't want to talk about it. Those no, things no, are private. No. Is it bad? <laughs> yeah. Huh? No, no, it's not bad. I just want one of you, you to stop smoking, okay? Okay. Well, we'll both yeah. stop. Because they both smoke. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do, too. So, I mean, okay. okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, if you're not snipped, if neither one of y'all are snipped, you know, like where you had a vasectomy. Yeah, never. I mean, you no. haven't had any surgeries down on the bottom parts. Um, nothing odd about them. I would tell you, the first one I think I talked to, maybe stop, okay? Oh, okay. I had a surgery down. But I didn't have. I was not. Snip. Oh, you did. You have a yeah. sex sense. Uh, okay, no. okay. A snip, All right, snip that means makes sense. Okay, that's why I was seeing your right. balls or something. Yeah. No, well, well, no, right okay. there. Yeah, uh, my my intestines came out. It, it my side thing busted, and they had to put something in there. Yeah. But that's not a vasectomy. No, okay. I, I said I didn't. I didn't have a vasectomy. You said a surgery down there. Okay, but it's just lower. It's just lower. Okay. It's lower. I can like accept that. that. Let me yeah. find out. Yeah. You got a vagina now. Oh my god. Okay. Well, what I'm seeing now is. It looks like, well, no, it doesn't look like Okay. <laughs> well, well, anyway, you guys at home, you you are getting lucky to, to, to hear a reading between, you know. Hear our reactions. Yeah, this is all real. We we didn't even plan this, you know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for me. I, I, I want to know me, too. <laughs> right, you know. Yeah. Um, so, um, so let me just tell you guys what we were actually talking about before we got into this reading. So a lot of people around the world, believe in ghosts and evil spirits and different things of that nature. Well, here's the thing. This woman that we're talking to on the phone, she actually kind of hunt those um, ghosts. And the woman that we have across from me right now, Miss Cody, she actually communicates with them as well. And so a lot of people tend to not believe in these things. And even though the information is right in front of them, like Trent asked earlier, how do you know right? That you're being summoned or visited. visited. Yeah. And there's a lot of different things, you know. Sometimes you think that you have your own thoughts and you might think about someone, but that's really the person, you know, kind of whispering in your ear to remember, yeah, for you to remember, you know. Communication isn't always on, in in the physical realm, words, languages. Spiritual realm with me, it's a different language. They don't sit like next to you and oh, well, sometimes they do but you know right. it's the smells or the different people get it different ways mm-hmm. um, and, and that's how 
you get them. You know that I look at people and be like, how do you not see them or feel them? Because when you are around other people, you feel that too. Right. You know? Well, what about evil spirits, though? These evil ghosts. That's what I want to do. Right. I don't mess with them at all. I mean, well, Miss Erica, have you? <laughs> I mean, you. she's already spoke in the first segment about being attacked by an evil ghost. But is this a... Is this a rare thing, or is this normal in your field of, you know, work? That it is very rare. It is oh. very rare. So okay. most people that call us, you know, a lot of times people will call me and say, I have a demon, it's 3 o'clock, I got three scratches. First thing I'll see is a cat, and I'm like, well, you know, your cat probably scratched you. And then I'll start reading, you know, telling them about their home, and then they'll start freaking out. And so then they'll realize, hey, you can't bullshit her because she knows what she's talking about. Right, right. Um, and <laughs> You don't have any control, right? What type of uh, demon? It, it's very important to be careful because, I mean, we went out there looking. Um, you know, unfortunately, I had a guy on my team who at the time that went, you know, wanted to be Billy Badass, and he went over there, and we were like, no, don't go. But we followed to protect him. And because of our interaction and engaging with it, it just wreaked habit. So, um, yeah, more than likely, you will never interact with a negative spirit like that. You mostly are going to interact with things of the light and of the highest good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, if you go seeking, like she said, or conjuring that shit, yeah, you're going to get it. And sometimes it's not a, it's not a happy ending. Keep looking for a fire. Yeah. Oh, You'll wow. find one. That's really <laughs> funny because um, Trent has this thing. He never let's he always say this and so i'm gonna ask you so the ouija board you know is that something that people should do or should not do ouija board is no different from crystal ball it's no different from tarot it's no different from pendulum the only reason why the ouija board is oh my god you're going to get possessed by a demon is because of the movies my mom used to play with the ouija board like it was playing monopoly in the house i mean she's taught the spirits it's no big deal um we were never possessed we never attached you know we didn't have any of that she told me some pretty awesome shit when i was young so I tell people the Ouija board, even though, you know, most people say I'd never touch it. It's really no different from picking up a tarot deck. It's the intent and being able to understand that, you know, when you use a Ouija board, you have to have that mindset, know that you're not trying to summon a, do- a devil, you know, or a demon well, or something like well, that. We, we get different information from different psychics. And I would say 50 percent say don't touch it. And 50% have your views on it. That is well, the intent. Well, let's do it, Trent. We can do it. We have a Fuck good intent. No. Good intent, bro. No, I'm not doing this. I want to talk to somebody like in the past. That's really cool. You want to talk to somebody that ain't even here, huh? Right. No, I'm not doing that. Man, see, this is what I deal with all the time. I'm sorry. I'm just not doing that. He's always. Okay, Trent, would, would you literally uh, pick up tarot cards and lay them out? No. But, yeah. I, but okay. I would. So you won't do any do, type of yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, do yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's just um, not me. Yeah. Trent, would Trent, you play would you do Bloody Mary in the mirror? Fuck no. <laughs> what about Candy Man? <laughs> I mean, I'm not afraid, but why would I do that? Why would I why would I want to see something You're evil doing in the mirror? Normal activity. Why not? That's just because the interest in it and to learn. I don't want to actually be a part oh, of if it. If he does no, see I mean, it. I mean <laughs> I've, I've, had para- I've had paranormal experiences, mm-hmm. but there's nothing evil. That I knew was evil, yeah. and I wouldn't want to toy with nothing evil because I don't have enough information to fight it or protect myself or do what I need to do because I don't believe 
that any human can tell me how to fight something spiritual. They can tell me what they think. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, I agree with you on that. Everybody has an opinion, so I'll just stay on the safe side. Yeah, so I agree with you 100 on that. Yeah. Right, so that's how that's pretty much how we live our life. He's he's the more cautious one. Where me, I'm like, hey, you want to go into that house and scream Bloody Mary? Let's go do it. That's me. And I'm like, fuck no, Jay. Yeah, I'll be right. outside waiting for you. Right, right. And so even even growing up when we wanted to do things, he would pull me to the side, be like, nope. And I'm like, damn. You know, and <laughs> luckily I listened because I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Because right, I'm still right, here. Right. So I am like that too. I mean, I don't go looking for that stuff. Like I said, I only got drug over there because I went to make sure that my team member didn't fall down the hole that was waiting for him that he almost fell down. And I had to say, hey, there's a hole over there. There's a hole over there. They're telling me it's a hole. Um, And he finally listened and stopped right at the end of the damn or, you know, the beginning of the hole. Okay. So so what about this, Miss Erica? Uh, I've heard of, you know, like playing with a Ouija board that something can come through and basically basically be an imposter. Like pose as a as a as a dead loved one, but you're really not speaking to a dead loved one. You're speaking to a demon or something like that. What do you think about that? That can happen with any divination. I mean, let's look at the dowsing rods. See, I mean, they're conductors. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and so you're asking a question just like the Ouija board, but you're right. using dowsing. Hey, is there somebody here? And so depending on. What's going on? I always say the reason why a lot of people that are playing with Ouija boards and whatnot get that scare shit is because they're playing. They're, they, they're not going as a seriousness. They're playing, oh, my God, let's go see what we can get. Their, their expectations is to have something scary happen. Well, guess what? They have something scary happen. And it also depends on, again, you know, what they're asking for. If they're just asking for any random, you know, someone talk to us. Well, someone can do that. And if they're drinking, I mean, there are a lot of factors. You know, everybody who wants to play aren't in the right frame of mind. And so like attracts like. And a lot of times that's why you have these stories. It's because they, they conjure something that they don't know about. And it's just like playing in the cemetery. I mean, how many of y'all go to the cemetery? There's good and bad in cemetery. Yeah, we there's have, there's good a, and bad uh, in church. I had a crazy you know? experience mm-hmm. in the cemetery one time. That time I did think I came across something evil in the cemetery. Yeah, and I had a bad experience at church. So I know wow. I came across something <laughs> evil. So wow. there you go. I want to know what uh, Miss Candy thinks about playing with a Ouija board. Would you and have you? I would say yes. Um, you have played with a Ouija board? No, I haven't. Okay. But I'm saying I would. Oh, you would? <laughs> she read yeah. it. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I would definitely would like to have a purpose behind it. You know, in a group of people that have experienced it so I can know, okay, well, someone's at least in the room that has done it before. Um, and then, obviously, a leader of, of someone that can say, okay, hey, don't do this or, hey, do that. But overall, I think that, like I said, experience is good because that's how you're going to learn. Well, you know, I just baited you in, right? I wanted you to talk so Miss Erica can get a feel of you. Oh, <laughs> she's going to read me too? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping she can. Well, Miss Cody, I want, I want that same question. I want, that, I want you to answer that same question. What do you think about a Ouija board or, or dealing with that? 
I personally wouldn't because that's just not my tool. Like I said, we all have tools that we use for our job. Mm -hmm. My job does not require that. Um, I use what like if Oracle indeed? Deck or, I mean, if I had to, because see, I don't go out and advertise. People find me. I just land where I'm supposed to be. And if it came up and somebody felt really strongly about it, yeah. then I, I mean, yeah, I, I, because I know that I would probably most likely have more experience than them. And I could probably tell them there's a better way to get your answer. I would try to avoid the, the tool that I'm not used to using. However, if I have to, I have to. So, yeah. okay. I mean, so you've never well, used one? No. Okay. No, nope. Okay, so we use paranormal equipment. Like we use K2 meters, we use periscopes, we use um, radios, um, ghost, ghost apps, I mean, all kind of stuff. And it's similar to a Ouija board because we're opening up for questions and we're opening up for conversations and we get that. I mean, I've had my name said repetitively um, on a spirit box before. Well, um, that, that so much when me. I came in the room, they said, Erica's in here. And yeah, I mean, it was no different. That so reminds me, I was, watching, I was watching one of your episodes and y'all were, I, I assume it was a spirit box or something and y'all were waiting mm -hmm. for it to say something. And it said something, and you and you said, "Ooh, I like that." Say it again, and you just seemed like too happy about it. It would have that it would have freaked me out. Yeah, that was some creepy stuff. I think it was, I think but, it was I mean, from the Tub of Sorrows Tub of Sorrow episode. Yeah, we had another one too at that same location I was talking about. It said, "I want him." Oh, wow. Like it's like we were asking, uh, you know, something, and it said, "I want him." The same guy that actually got scratched. Um, and so, yeah, in that location again, it was very, it was you know, evil. So we interacted with evil, like attracts like. So we were in a space to find evil. Um, you know, with the spiritualism, like they do table tipping. I mean, it's the same thing. I know people that channel. So they're basically allowing spirits to come in them, um, depending on what faith and, you know, faith base you are. Um, they allow spirits to come in them, um, come around them, communicate with them. So I guess it just depends on who you're inviting into the party. Wow. Um, and a lot of times when people use Ouija boards, they are not specific on what they're inviting. They are looking for a freak show and they get it. I have a so question. Basic. Go ahead. Um, so do you show any fear or like, have you ever been scared? And is it true like to not, or they feed off of fear? So like, do you show? They fear? do. And that's why prayer is a wonderful thing. I mean, there are so many different ways to cleanse your house, whether you use frankincense and myrrh, palo santo, mm -hmm. um, sage, um, Florida water, salt, crystals. Um, and, you know, I think religion or whatever your spiritual preference is usually your come your, your, your best defense. Um, fear is, 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 I mean, they can sense your fear, just like you can sense fear. I mean, so you can't fake it out, but you can pray it out for sure. Got it. Okay, let me ask you this, uh, Ms. Erica. What about a loved one visit, visiting you in a dream, a dead loved one? Is that, is that a possibility? 
or is that just a it dream? Is, it happens all the time. How you'll know it's not just a random dream is because sometimes those dreams will feel so real that you wake up thinking they actually were there. Um, and so those usually, those visits or those dreams are not really dreams, they're visits. Even if they can be scary, it's still your brain processing it, but more than likely it is definitely a visit. Okay, well, I want to tell you about experience. Maybe you can help me with it. So I lost my stepdad uh, two days after Christmas. And the same night or morning that he passed, he visited me in a dream. And it was the young him. And Mm -hmm. it it was just so vivid. And the way he smiled at me at the end of the dream, it's like I know it was him visiting me. You know, and right. Was he on the right side of your bed? Oh, no, left side. If you're laying he in your bed, he was he, on your... He wasn't in the, be- in the bed or on... Oh. I, when I say visiting, visit me, it was in mm-hmm. a dream. And in oh, okay, the, okay. In the dream, he asked, could he cut my hair? And and that, oh, was, wow. something, that was something weird. And I was like, no, nah, you can't cut my hair. And he just smiled at me after that. And about five minutes after that, the phone rung. And it was my mom telling in me. In real life. In real life. In real life, the phone <laughs> rung and, and woke me up, and he had passed. Okay, so I have a question. Like, when you were saying that, I was seeing this guy, right? Uh-huh. And he had, a li- like, a line, like a fade, you know, like a high-top fade uh, and, like, a line. Have you ever had a haircut like that? No. No. Okay. Huh. I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. It might be somebody connected to you and family or with him. Okay. Um, see if there's a photo of that person. Like um, they have a white shirt on with maybe like a red around the neck, like a trim. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds know. me of like a Tommy Hill figure type of shirt. I don't know. I don't know. Polo or something like that. Well, I mean, only person I I can think of a friend that passed, but but this dream was about my stepdad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was it was just like it was comforting to me uh, after he passed because I felt like he visited me mm-hmm. before he died. <clears throat> he wanted you to be, and so place. so that is one hundred percent accurate. I mean, okay. a lot of times they will make that trip to several people at the same time. They okay. can be dying, they can be in the hospital, they could still be alive and go in what I call remote view or astral travel to a specific location, whisper in your ear, come to you in the dream state, go to your mom, who at that time um, probably was in that, that location because there's somebody in the room with him. Um, one, two, three, looks like four bodies. Do you know if he had people around him when he passed? Just the uh, hospital people. Okay. There looks to be four bodies when I'm astral, (laughs) looking from the the ceiling down. So, you know, see if she also kind of like either was awakened or she just had a sense. She could have been up and just had a sense because what they do is they often will visit and make family aware that, hey, go to the hospital or um, you know, just just know that their presence. A lot of times, we know when. Yeah, they're I, I know he knew because when he left in the ambulance, he told my mom, "I'm sorry." Like he knew, you know, this it. I'm not coming back. He told me. He sat on the steps and told my mom, "I'm sorry." Wow, that broke my heart right there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, well, I don't want you to tell so me how he, he died, but do you know his? 
his how his passing do you know what his diagnosis was or how technically how he died oh oh massive heart attack i don't want you to tell me i don't want you to tell me because i saw it as like in his heart like a um it's kind of like how an aneurysm happens yeah it's it pops. It's like a, a vessel pop. Okay. And that was the feeling. And for some reason, I felt like he'd been sick, maybe throwing up, and he should have went to the hospital um, and didn't. Did well, he feel a little sick prior to? Well, he was sick, and he wouldn't take medicine. Okay. He passed, yeah. He also feels diabetic, too, for some reason. Maybe. That's my mom. Okay. Oh. Tell her to take her medicine. She does. But she's not taking it. Okay. She does. And I don't know. Happy birthday to her too. Okay, right, right. So it could be anniversary or birthday. And um, does she have really smooth hair? Um, I hate to use the term. Does she have different hair? Like I can see her hair. It's curly. Mm, no, um, short hair, just regular hair. Okay. There must be a picture of her or something that he's showing me, like how beautiful she is. Yeah, his eyes, yeah. I mean, so it's I, a picture yeah. of both of them when she had long black okay. hair. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I just, just want to know about her. that about that dream because I know in my heart that that was him, you know, right. and it, it and it comforted me. I wasn't even I was sad, but I I really wasn't that sad because you know felt like just the smile he gave me just made me feel like okay, nothing really matters. You know, I mean it matters while we're here thinking about it, but afterwards it really don't. I freaking think he matter. He gave you a sense of peace. Yeah. yeah. He gave you a sense of peace because he's like, hey, everything's going to be okay. I'm yeah. visiting you to say goodbye, but not final goodbye. And it almost felt like he passed a torch to you, too. So, yeah. um, and you are you don't feel the oldest, but you're going to be the most responsible or the one that takes it, okay? Yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Um but I feel like he's passed the torch to you, okay? Okay. And I will tell you this one thing. You can take me, too, if you want. But um, you know how, like, people go to Jamaica or they go overseas or something like that, like the Caribbean? Yeah. Make sure you go, okay? Okay, okay. I've been I don't know why, about but that. I just feel like you need to go. I've been thinking about that. And you that. wouldn't be the oldest if there was one before you that had passed. Right, but that was not yeah. his biological. Oh. That was and my that's mother's. that's a good thing, uh, too, Trent, is I feel like almost privileged to be able to be connected. Some yeah. people don't always get connected. That's a beautiful it thing. It made me feel dream. like, why not my mom? Yeah. Why, he, why didn't he go to my mom it was instead a reason. of me? But he probably did go to your mother. You just, nah, she would have told me. Yeah, she probably just in grief right now. She wouldn't know. She, yeah. she wouldn't know because grief is like that. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you why they don't go to the mom. Because at that time, the mom would not probably resonate with it. But it is yeah. more impactful when you have someone that has, has like, it's, it's almost like, how do you pull that out? You know, how do you make that up? This is something where he went to you so that you had this impact statement to give to her that she will say oh wow and then he will then come to her but her hers is different there's a sense of him like around he smells like cologne actually so let her know if she smells like a certain cologne or smell around that would be him right okay okay yeah but i told her about it you know i basically told my whole family and they gave all of them comfort so it gave mm-hmm. me comfort that day when you told me. I was yeah. like, wow, that's amazing. Would there be a reason why they wouldn't show themselves 
like where you would recognize them? I mean, you feel them and you smell them and you know, but like just in the physical, you want that confirmation that it is that one that you're feeling or, you know what I mean? If, especially if you have several, um, a lot of times for me, they like I see Luther Vandross. So either dude could sing, he was like him in some way, or his body type is like him, his hair, I don't know. Um, but so what they do is they give you something familiar, but they don't always show uh, you them because a lot of times when we remember the death, it's in the later stages. And, you know, like if they're if they're dying in the hospital of cancer and you remember the sickness and how they look, they don't come to you back like that. They come back just like he did yeah. looking good, yeah. feeling young, saying, Hey, I shared this body. I right. am, I'm good yeah. now. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. yeah. You still had gold teeth and everything. Oh, wow. like, wow. That was a gold teeth. Oh my God. Yeah, okay. So teeth. it makes sense. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And see if he had a fade too in a, in a oh, line. Yeah. See if you had what? Like a fa- like you know how like sometimes your hair is a little higher on the top. Oh no, nah, he didn't, he never had that. Okay, I check it, check young, young, check young though. Because I'm telling you, I saw that around. in the old teeth. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Yes, they, were. Uh, they was they was around before we were born, buddy. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. Well, hey, you guys, you you just heard it right here on Urban Paranormal Podcast. You heard everything about Trent's situation and notice how that uh, a ghost you know, had a visitation, actually let him know, hey, it's okay. And the reason why that he went to Trent, realistically, is because his wife would not accept him leaving. So he had to go to the son so the son could be the voice to the mother to say, Mom, it's time to let it go. And that was, you know, the crutch, basically. So we've heard that here. But I tell you what, we're going to get into some more after we return. Hey. hey. You are listening to Season 2 of the Urban Paranormal Podcast. What's up, man? It's your big brother, K. Reno, and right now y'all are checking out Urban Paranormal Podcast. Yeah. Brought to you by DSB Media. The Urban Paranormal Podcast. Welcome back, guys. We're back, back. Yes, so we have been talking about a variety of different things, but they're all... Real interesting conversation. Yeah, real interesting conversation, but they're all surrounded by ghost and visitations, visitations, yes, crime scenes, Virgo situations. So it's so many. And here's the thing. I I don't know about you guys, but um, because I might be showing my age here, but there was a movie with um, Whoopi Goldberg and, um, oh, my God, I love this guy, and I can't think, Patrick Swayze. The movie was called Ghost. Ghost, yeah. And and I want to say Demi Moore was in it, too. She was. And the thing was... It was the concept and idea that love, you know, transcends from one side to the other. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you know. So even though this man was murdered, in, you know, in an alley, he still loved his wife. And he even came and did the little scene with her, you know, and all of that. And this is the, this is the kind of the concept that a lot of people would like to keep when they think or about it. like to believe is right, true. Right, right, yeah. to believe is true when it comes to ghosts. But then there's also... Some things that are not so lovely when you take a look at the sixth sense. And well, I think I think people are in death how they are in life. 
Well, that could be the case, and that's why I'm saying that in that scenario, it was about love. In The Sixth Sense, there was a little girl who was being poisoned. We've seen the movie. Right, right. That's my point. And that particular ghost wanted to make things right, let the person know this is what happened to me. You understand what I'm saying? So there's so many different types of Ghost and and some that could be violent, some that's that could be. That's if we go by movies. Well, well, that's if we go by movies. Well, I'm going by the movie in basis on how we think in our mind. Yeah, we uh, want to think that hey, this ghost is good. We want to think hey, this ghost is trying to tell me something. Well, some people think just ghost period or scary period, whether good or bad. I'm fucking out of here. That was a ghost. Well, yeah, that's that's my whole point about yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like realistically. Or it's against their programmed religion that they were raised to believe that yeah, anything right. that was not in their religion is the devil. <laughs> I, I like that you brought that up because so, I was told that. So, so uh, Miss Erica, were you were you uh, brought up real religious or, or religious at all? Um. Well, so my mom wasn't super religious. I mean, she was more into the esoteric arts, I would imagine. Okay. Um, I became super religious like in high school. I was in Teens for Christ, I watching television, start wearing long dresses, um, all that kind of craziness. And, um, you know, probably would have been a nun had, you know, I didn't read the fine print and said, oh, oh no, wow. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but yeah, I was that weird. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I think for me, like when, you know, you grow up and you know how your family is and you know the things that you see and do and you see the exorcists and you know about the demons and you see um, sources, you know, just rainbow. What was it? It was one of the like voodoo movies. Serpent I mean, you see all rainbow. this negative. Yeah, Serpent in the Rainbow. And you see all these voodoo related movies and you're taught to believe that all of this is wrong and bad and because of you seeing these things, you're going to be possessed. And I think some of the fears, like you've talked about before, you know, how do you determine the good and the bad? Um, and at some point, you know, not really understanding African religion, um, and, you know, I'm African-American, and so, you know, that's of my bloodline. And so, so I met people. Huh? I said, so am I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like you meet people that have gone back to the African religions, and we've been taught, oh, no, you know, Christianity is the way to go, you know, don't fool with that. And so I had to have an understanding of that and how we were robbed of a lot of our connections, like she said, to the land, to the spirit, to our ancestry. Like and it's not being a bad thing. Or the dances that the natives did, that was their type of prayer. Their church was the earth, Mother Earth, Father Sky. So when they told them they had to become part of a civilized tribe, what made you civilized was to kill the Indian, save the man, and you no longer got to practice your religious dances and those were the ways that they communicated to get their powers to be able to do and be intuitive and i believe that that, you know that uh they're gonna shut your powers down yeah make us uh follow a certain thing and disconnect from from what we really need to be connected to yes and 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 i've I've noticed that a lot of people are going back to like like uh miss busharani said that a lot of people are going back to like the ancient religions and back to our roots. Yeah, I noticed a lot of people doing that too. Yeah, um, yeah. The the, I guess what you want to say the European hold on America and all of these things have been broken to the point now that 
so much information out there and people are becoming, um, their eyes are beginning to be open. They realize they've been lied to about so many things and now they're finding who they are. Okay. Know? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no. off, Jay, but uh, you cut me off last time. So. <laughs> oh, my bad. Uh, back to Miss Candy. Yeah. Uh, Miss Erica was going to do a read on Candy. I'm still interested in that. You Are you feeling, okay. feeling anything from Candy? Yeah, I, I just want to say this one thing, too, because um, I think it's very important, is that intuition is very innate. You know, we're born with this just as animals are, dogs are. I mean, we speak telepathic as as young children when we get into play settings and you see one-year-olds that can't necessarily communicate, they're telepathically communicating with each other. I used to have a daycare center. And so we're taught that only the pastor or those, those chosen people can hear um, intuition or the word of God or spirit or whatever. And so I think it's very important that we find our way. It doesn't matter what spiritual path we take, but we find our way to reconnect to that inner guidance because it is so helpful. Okay. Um, and then so for Candy, um, let me focus on you and see what I get. Um, well, I did speak a little bit about some things like, uh, you know, there is definitely a lot of horse uh, totem around you. There is a lot of what I would call um, birds, big birds of prey um, that yeah, allow that, you to kind of remote view. That That's Cody. Candy's the other one that entered the room. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I, I'm Cody. She's Candy. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. you can give okay, us you many pe- too many Too many people on here. <laughs> okay. So, so, uh, okay. So I'm reading. Okay. I'm reading Candy. Candy, do you have two two tone hair in some way? No. Okay. I do. I actually been planning on coloring it. I ran into a lady today that had green hair, and I thought it was so beautiful. But I have not yet. Okay, so that's you. Okay, so that's you. Okay, that's cool. That's good. Okay, I just want to make sure. Um, Do you have anything like on your back um, or on your stomach that would be a scar, tattoo, or piercing? Yes. Okay, so that's your body. All right, and then so I am going to look at you. all right, I like you. Your vibe is cool. So I want you to teach, honey, okay? I don't know what you're going to teach, but I want you to teach, okay? Okay. Okay, and I also see you doing some kind of life coach stuff or some kind of, like, internet, YouTube, speaking, teaching, that kind of thing. Okay. All right, I'm also going to California, so if there's any opportunity of casting TV, anything that you're interested in, you need to do that, okay? Okay. Um, and then... The lady that I connect to for you, it's a female. Well, usually we're not cremated, so that feels weird. Do you have any cremation in your house of animals or anything? No. I buried a bearded dragon in the backyard. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Cody, do you have any cremation in your house? Yes, I do. Oh, shit. Uh, and yeah. when you were talking about like coaching and life coaching, and that—that's what I do. <laughs> that, that, but I didn't want to jump in. Okay. Well, don't. yeah, I—I I have a youth program. I'm a fitness coach. I've always wanted to be a motivational speaker, so all of that. Okay, also. we need to get on that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I do, but this is the thing with the cremation. This has to be someone that. Usually we don't cremate ourselves. I mean, we usually just go in the grounds. I always have that thing where we're, I'm only want to burn once. I don't want to be cremated. <laughs> but um, this has to be someone for you that has been cremated or there was some discussion about whether or not they should be cremated. 
I feel like this is a female um, around you, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, do you know if she was cremated, by the way? I do not. Okay. I do not. Um, all my, right, let me look at her. My, my grandmother was cremated, and I have my two dogs. Cream, um, somebody robbed and burned my house down and killed two of my dogs, so I have them cremated as well, but I wear a pendant that has my grandmother's ashes in, in them. It's an angel wing. <laughs> <laughs> Is it on your fireplace mantle? Uh, no. Or the cremation? The dogs are on the fireplace mantle. There's two okay. boxes, and the uh, pendant is hanging on a picture next to my nightstand. Okay. Um, so let me get you to ask me a, a direct question person that I'm supposed to be reading. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ask me a direct question. Oh, you want me to question. ask you one? Um, yes, yes, yes. Is it... Um, I just started my own business, a gym. Um, will I fail in the first year? Oh, my God, that is such a bad question. So how are we going to rephrase that is, how am I going to kick ass in my new business, Erica? What do you see that I need to do? I've already kind of told you. So I want you to kind of think of yourself as a celebrity, big time, whatever. And I want you to start looking at some kind of casting opportunities, okay? Because for some reason, I don't just see you doing that, okay? okay. So see if there's anything where they're casting or any connections to California, Hollywood. Also feel like there's something to do with um, like like TV or something to do with maybe you should reach out to a television station in your area and see if they're interested in doing something. I connect with schools with you. So look at um, look at maybe like a program after school or if there's any community centers where you can go and help them uh, with obesity, diabetes, that kind of thing. I just feel like, yeah, the nonprofit, I get that 100%, but you're a movement. Um, you're a spokesperson. And I kind of see you larger than life, almost like think of yourself as Oprah in your, in your, in your business. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, and that way you'll project the energy to accomplish what you're supposed to accomplish. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll let you call me after we're done because okay. I got to take something else. Too. Thank you. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I want to ask you about, because I, I went to your website. And I looked at all of the thumbnails of your different episodes, and the thumbnails are freaking horrifying. Uh, yeah, uh, some of like murder and mayhem, uh, tub of sorrow, eternal play. Can you talk about one of those? Which one? Which one was your most scary experience? Or, or not? If you you weren't scared, what would be the most scary experience to someone else that that was there? Um. Well, Curse Cliffs for sure is going to be the most scary. Um, I can tell you one of the most, the Curse Cliffs episode or call the hole where we had went out to that location and we had all that stuff happen to us. Okay. Um, I can tell you a very impactful one that was scary in a way. It traumatized me for three months, but in a different way. So I had met a girl by the name of Samira. 
um, I had met her at a gallery reading here in town in Pensacola, and I had told her, hey, you're pregnant. And that night when I was doing this group reading with, I don't know how many people were in the room, I was seeing a body being put in a trunk. I was seeing um, somebody, you know, literally get murdered. And um, I told her, I went up to her and I said, look, I don't know who you're dating, but you need to stay away from him because I sense danger and I think you're, something real bad is going to happen. Well, three months later, her family, her sister came to me and her two cousins said, came to my store and said, hey, um, Samira is missing. We don't know where she is. Can you see if you can get any information? And I closed my eyes and I could see her uh, floating in water. Um, I could see her face. It, it was deteriorated, you know, as if she were dead. Oh, wow. And um, and so they went to the sheriff. No, they actually went to the city police um, and called uh, Sergeant Thacker. And Sergeant Thacker called me and asked me what I saw. And I told him, I said, Samira, she's passed. She's floating in water and, you know, she'd be found the next day. And, you know, I told him that something would be found at, at the scene because she tells me that she dropped something, you know, she, she left something like DNA or something. Well, she left a golden earring. Um, she, she was found the next day. She was in the water. Um, she was killed. She was three months pregnant at the time. Um, and the story made headline news across the world. I mean, it was military police officer, okay. Samira Watkins, um, three months pregnant, killed, dumped in a duffel bag um, in the water. Wow. Um, and that, because I had felt like I should have been able to prevent her from dying because I should have, oh, you know, stressed more because she was pregnant, you know. Yeah. And what was so weird about it is my son, when I first met her, I was joking with her and I was like, hey, you know, I have a son. His name is Samir and I named him that because it means entertaining. Do you know what your name means? And she didn't actually really know. And so I told her. Um, and so I had to go home for three months and look at my son who has a similar name and just sulk, you know, why couldn't I stop this child, this, oh, this, wow. this young lady, um, who was pregnant, you know, why could I not stop her from being murdered? And that shit was hard <laughs> and it still is hard. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's probably one of the worst um, things as a medium I've been in, encountered, I would say. Wow. Well, can you tell our listeners where they can find you, where they can see some of your shows, where they can watch Second Sight TV? I always say coldcasepsychic.com is my website um, because I started out working cold cases okay. um, during the time I, I was uh, an owner of a child care facility, um, two of them, and I would do cold cases at night um, with uh, findme2.com and um, some some other FBI and police across um, the country. But I wouldn't tell anybody what I was doing. It was all on the down low um, until a story broke, and then they kind of outed me. Um, so What's then the I had website? to sell my daycare center. Uh, cold case psychic. Okay, this is your chance and, to plug uh, second everything. Paranormal.com is our uh, our second site, uh, Paranormal Team. Okay, okay. And don't don't you don't you guys have a TV show too? We do. It's called Second Sight Paranormal. You can go to Roku. We have our own channel. You can watch us on Amazon Prime. You can watch us on Paraflix. And we have um, a new episode about a haunted house that was for sale listed in Newsweek that we went in um, and, and made it clean. Like the movie Poltergeist, it's all clean now. And so then it sold and and we, we kicked butt in there. Oh, wow. Well, I want to ask you this here. Can you tell me how did you actually 
form your group? What made you start it? Like, because see, Trit and I, we had an experience together as kids, and that's what made us do this. So what made you um, and your, find your group, or how, how did that come about? I created a Paracon here in town because I used to be a paranormal celebrity traveling all over. And so I wanted to kind of bring it back to town. And so um, I would bring ghost hunters here. And then so I was thinking, well, why not have my own freaking ghost hunting team? So I, I reached out to some friends of mine that had been ghost hunting for a while. We created a team and basically... Um, from that, we just started, I mean, television just naturally evolved because, you know, one of the goals is that I wanted to bring some chocolate to the television screen because <laughs> at the time we didn't have any mediums that could do shit like I do, um, especially brown ones. So, okay. so okay. Ghost Brothers are awesome, but we need some chocolate female on the screen. And so that's what I'm working on right now. I'm putting some more uh, chocolate psychic medium that's not scary, that makes it, you know, simple and it makes it unscary because Everything we grew up seeing, um, demonic, I mean, it made us look demonish, you know, and it, and it just was not good for the whole concept of coming out and being who you are and retapping into your intuition. So I'm trying to change that okay. one show at a time. So let me ask you this. Okay, so I feel like I have a light ability or something that's like evolving, you know, like the, the experience I told you I had with my dad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ever since I was little, I would, like, know stuff and not know how I knew it. And it would happen just like I knew it. And recently, the shit has been happen- happening more frequently. Like, I would be thinking of someone I haven't seen in five years. And I'd turn the corner and they'd be standing right there. Uh, just different things like that. Is there any way to to refine the ability or 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 uh know how to use it if that if that makes so any what, sense mm-hmm. so what has happened is not really so much that it's actually changed it's just you're aware of it like okay. i always say ghost stuff been happening for years it's just now that we have this stuff on television people are like oh that's what that is that's a ghost you know so we've been walking around with the dead all our lives okay. and so you've been having these reflections and interactions even when you were in like elementary school, I yeah. mean, you knew things about kids and, you know, you were a little nicer and you know, we go through things, but I feel like you've always been an empath. I mean, you cry and stuff. Yeah, I do. How you know that? Because <laughs> they just told me. <laughs> um, so, so, so you are sensitive in a cool way. And so I think you're just acknowledging it now because... You know, it's just more, it's more common to talk about these things now. And uh, to answer your question, how do you enhance it? Well, you acknowledge everything that you get and say thank you. So if you feel like it's a sign, you don't try to debunk. Maybe it's not. You just say thank you. Yeah, that's what that was. And then more things will come. You look for those subtle coincidences that aren't coincidences. And then meditation is the key. I I tell people, quiet your mind. doesn't have to be meditation like, you know, back in the day. I mean, I meditate sometimes peeing on the toilet or, (laughs) you know, driving down the car, in the car. Because it's wherever you're not thinking is when they communicate with you. It's like when your brain is still. And literally, like if you're on the toilet I know that sounds weird, but you know how back in the day people used to read on the toilet? Yeah. People also received information. Right. Um, when you're laying down in bed, you know, a lot of times you're kind of dead when you sleep, so they can talk to you 
driving in a car because it's monotonous, you'll get information. Pay attention to what you get when you're still. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, I mean, I like that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she said, well, see, I've always known Trent to be very, um, what's it called? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say the wrong word because I don't want to get banned on, on here. <laughs> but he's always been a nice person to the point that he cries and stuff, you know. Come on with the bullshit, bro. <laughs> bro, I've, I've always known you've been very Come sensitive. Bullshit, bro. You've always been very sensitive, bro. When I mean, it comes I've been, to the matters of the I've heart, heart and I've his always appreciation. Had a heart. I've always had a heart. Oh, that's what it is? Oh, that's yeah. what you call it? <laughs> like, when you be like, finish him, I'll be like, no, don't finish him. <laughs> Let it be. Mercy, mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay, yeah. So good cop, bad cop. Right, right. Hey, right. Trent, I got a question. Um, have you ever had, like, a bird fly in your window? Hell a yeah. Kid? Plenty times. Okay. I just saw that. That's weird. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Plenty okay. freaking times. Trying to get in my it's fucking house. It's not a bad house. thing. Trying to get in my fucking house. I had a bird fly in my truck one time. Mm. It's not a bad thing. It's a sign. Is it? They recognize the light in you. That happens to me, too. Wow. Um, And I'm going to tell you another little thing that you have in common with me, me. birds. That scared me because somebody told me that meant death or something. What I would look at is, are they dying? Are they running? No, it was just just bumping into the pane trying to get in. Usually it depends Mm -hmm. on what kind of bird it is, what color of bird it is, like how you, how it came to you. Like, was it in distress? That's how I see them with the animals. That's when I say I communicate with the animals. The damn blackbirds was trying to kill me when me and Trent (laughs) were working together. They were chasing me and he laughing. And I'm over there <laughs> terrified. Now, you're going to say something that if, I share in common you, with yeah. you. What is that? If you are driving um, and you see a hawk or what I would call a black crow, but they look really big like hawks, I want you to pay attention to this. See if you don't see a cop really, really soon, okay? Okay. Because, because and, and you'll you'll call me later and say, girl, you were damn right. Wow. You share that with me. So you're going to have big birds of prey, but it's something to do with law enforcement, too, okay? Wow, that's going to be crazy. a friend of yours that died, okay? That's crazy way. because I have a picture in my phone of a fucking hawk. Pterodactyl. <laughs> you know, it, it, I took this picture like three days ago. It was a fucking hawk sitting in my backyard. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I tried to sneak up They're on They're protectors it. for us. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's wow. incredible. Yeah. I've got pictures of mine um, every place I go. Even when I was in Morocco, there was a hawk in my window seal. There's a hawk that I just literally put on Instagram not too long ago. There was a sign for me that a friend of mine posted. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Yeah. There it is. We always learning something on this show, bro. I know. That's why I like doing it. I love it. Meeting all the new people. Right. You know, um, so you guys at home, I mean, you've, you've got to listen into a reading, real readings, you know, that we didn't plan them. They just happened. Okay. Um, and we weren't trying to prove her wrong because, you know, that's stupid. You know, just listen, you know. Um, so you got to listen to that. You have to listen to Candy uh, talk about her fitness, you know. Uh, she has a fitness center, and she don't want her business to fail. So, Candy. <laughs> not in the first year. Right in the first year. Not so, ever, Oprah. Not ever, Oprah. <laughs> right, right. So, Candy, tell everybody if who wants to have fitness, tell them how to get in touch with you and everything like that. Um, I would 
say you can visit the website www.avatartrainingfitness.com. That's just a reference tool. Uh, I'm hands-on. You could call me or text 832-202-5905 um, or also social media. You can DM, DM me at HTX Avatar Fits. So Whoa. representing Houston, Texas. There you go. Mm-hmm. There, there, there you go. Okay. Um, and well, we are. Yeah. Okay, we also have Miss Cody. Now she is um, she works at a law firm too. All right, she has her own law firm if that makes sense, you know. But she's a medium as well. And Miss Cody, if you want to let anybody know, uh, like like for example, your book, your friend who did a book, and different things of that nature, what's going on? It's plug time. It's plug time. <laughs> Are we plugging people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's funny because I don't even. Uh, we, we kind of went into this thing growing together. We're experiencing things, and, mm-hmm. and we found a place. We made the Spirit Society, and it's just a group where we can practice, you know, what we're getting and mm-hmm. how we get it with pictures and stuff. But um, me and him just really had a, a bond because we sat through things that were people were psychics, and you're on, right. on the internet, you know. Because mm-hmm. I'm not very internet savvy. I, I don't even leave my house if I have. I just don't. Right, right, um, right. So I'm very not naive. I mean, I know what's going Blood on. Time. But, you know. It, Okay. He wrote a book and because he's into the paranormal stuff. Yeah. So he'll send me videos of orbs and stuff. And, and I see that, but I don't understand that. So oh, wow. he did this thing about the Manorville Mansion. He's in Pennsylvania, and he just got his book out. And What's uh, the name, what's name of the book? book? Yeah, Man- Mannersville Mansion. The, ma- the, the Mannersville Mansion. Mansion. You can pick that book up on... Maybe I, Amazon. That's where I got mine. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, you can pick they, that they book had up something about an audio on Amazon. Book. I, I tell you, I don't Amazon.com. Miss <laughs> Erica, uh, is your time to plug anything you got? You know, your show, your your website. So if you want to meet the psychic chocolate medium hostess <laughs> I with like the that. Mostest, chocolate medium. Yeah, the hostess uh, with the most. You can go to coldcasepsychic.com or go to secondsiteparanormal.com and you can watch us in action um, on Roku, Amazon Prime, Plex, Paraflix. Oh, shit, I don't know. It's all on our website. We've got hey, a lot I of streaming it. networks. You can, you can check us out. Yeah, right, We're trying yeah. to do no- Netflix and chill. And, of course, you can find the Urban Paranormal Podcast anywhere you get a podcast, baby. Right. Spotify, anywhere. It doesn't matter. You can find us. And if you're just looking to communicate with me, J.H., all you have to do is pray, and I'll hear you. (laughs) (laughs) But for the listeners at home, man, we had a great time talking with Miss Erica, Miss Cody, and I hope we can get her back to the show. Yeah, I hope so, too, you know, um, because I know she's very busy. But um, please, Miss Erica, if you could ever just lay down some little time for us, we can work something out and have you back on the show. I see her uh, fitness model. Fitness model in Hollywood, like stretched out long and beautiful. Oh, yeah, she definitely coming back. Like when she said Oprah, I was like, yeah, Oprah money, but I see more. Yeah. Even if she don't say that, she just like be here present. so we can look yeah. at her. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she's so pretty and fit. The there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Just smooth. So I, 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 I honestly you. hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. It was it was very entertaining. Very it was mm-hmm. yeah. and learning and a informative. Lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, until next time, you know, I have to say I have to. I'll be happy to see you next time. But I want to say I'm JH and I'm your moderator, Trent A. Johnson. And we'll see you at the next show. Brought to you by BSB Media.
Would you like to advertise on the Urban Paranormal Podcast? Send us an email at urbanparanormal13 at gmail.com. Or if you just have a story to tell, send us an email. Help support the Urban Paranormal Podcast by sending your donations to dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App. That's dollar sign DSB Media on Cash App.